I'm Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, this is a Bard's Eye View, and this week we're looking at Season 1, Episode 6 of Xenowarrior Princess, The Reckoning. Dun dun dun! Ow! That was genuinely painful. What? 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 Your voice caused me physical pain. Oh, Thanks! Isn't it lucky that we have a weekly Let, podcast together where you have to listen to me? Let's hope that didn't come across on the recording. Something something bad happened in my ears. What is, I wasn't even that close to the to the microphone. What's, I can do worse. Please don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. <thanks. laughs> um, shall we just get we started on the episode, shall we? Like After last week's turgid mess... <laughs> Turgid. Turgid was the right Turgid. word, what a word. For, the, for the episode of the show and of the podcast. <laughs> well, I did try to make it entertaining, and then you moaned at me for making it too long. So whatever. I did, because you did, and it was. Well, fuck so you. Let's, let's fuck you. That's why I say that. <laughs> we are friends, really. We, yeah, we are. So our hero and sidekick, as, they, as the relationship still is at, at the moment, uh, going through yet another hazy wood, hazy forest, um, and Zena gets shot of Gabrielle via some weak, lazy storytelling. Well, um, Gabrielle basically... says she's off to find a road, but the next time maybe, we see maybe her... Maybe it's that way. Next time we see her, she has stripped off and is in a puddle. So <laughs> I'm not sure how, we... <laughs> not sure how that's a it's road. Puzzling. Anyway, so no. it's so, important anyway, so for the plot that they're separated at this point. So Gabrielle wanders off looking for a road slash puddle. Meanwhile, Zena hears the sounds of a fight. Clashing weapons. Yeah. Um, and out, you know, p- people crying out in pain and distress. So she, yeah. she rides on uh, and she sees this little band of um, farmers I think there's about four farmers around a car, an up- upturned car and a mysterious hooded figure who's just deaded them um, yeah. or most mostly deaded them mostly deaded, uh, yeah and, th- and, this is, and this is the part of uh, my notes where I write, fight, fight, fight <laughs> fight, fight, fight music and we get some, some nice sword play and a very good adversary maybe yes, too, maybe too good. good maybe inhumanly mm. good <laughs> Yeah, lots of um, aerobatics and yeah. uh, the the kind of physics that normally only Xena can apply to yeah. uh, to the human form. Um, and at a, at a preordained point, he just disappears. He up and disappears. Yeah, actually, literally, literally. mid flip. Yeah, mid flip just disappears into nothingness. How surprising! Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, obviously, I don't think there's some not... supernatural element here. Isn't yeah. There? It, it's it, clearly it's going to be no spoiler that of the warlords, gods, and kings sequ- se- sequence. Last yeah. week we had a warlord again, and this week it is a god. But who? We'll find out. We will find out soon. We will find Quite out. Soon. In the meantime, Xena starts in on her battlefield medicine drill. So she's applying pressure and tying tourniquets and. Um, Empty, randomly emptying a bag of coins so she can use the bag as something. Well, no, it's so that she can use the drawstring. Oh, the drawstring as a tourniquet. So that she can use the drawstring of the purse as a tourniquet. Uh, You know, she's not interested in the money, but of course the fact that she's had her hand on the the purse is a bad sign for what happens next. Yes. And she also gets this guy to use the sword as... uh, I'm not sure this is really a good, the best... So Apply she, pressure to your wound with my sword. Yeah, sticks his sword <laughs> on his slashed neck. I think maybe like she sort of wedges it in the idea that the sword is going to provide additional pressure because of the way she's wedged it into the cart or something. Yeah, and but, it also it props his head up so he's not going to. He's less likely to lose consciousness. Yeah, more likely. This guy's a. Honestly, um, this guy is a bit thick. You know, she's trying to save his life. Um, and he he starts undoing the tourniquet that she's put on his thigh to stop him from bleeding to death uh, and yeah. takes away the sword so that he can go and help his friends who are, they're already dead, pal. They're already dead. He's in shock. He's in shock. 
well, he's he lost didn't... a lot of blood. He's in shock. Yeah, we know well... he's lost a lot of blood because Zena's hands are covered in it. As you would be. Um, uh, but all of this is just a flimsy excuse for her to get her blood on her sword, to be honest. Yes. Because we need because blood on the point, sword. Enter a number of villages in a variety of dreadful hats. They've all got bad Zena outfits, for the deaths man. of the very bad hats this week. Yeah. Um, the, the guy with the moustache and the comedy hair and, and the hat, he's, <laughs> he's like my favourite. Yeah, the bull cut guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's my favourite this week. <laughs> um, and the, the guy she's been she's been trying to trying to save, the, all these villagers come in and uh, farmers come in and, and he says, pointing at Xena, that woman! And then... <clears throat> so he doesn't get to finish his sentence. Passes out, yeah. He doesn't die, though. No, he doesn't. We later discover he doesn't. He doesn't die. So, yeah. very much looks as if Zena has murdered these men and not quite managed to murder this this chappie. And there she is, blood on her hands. Yeah, and cute intro. Cue Thracian bagpipes. Um, doesn't she get Gabrielle first? So no, can't remember. <laughs> no, no, she doesn't. That's after. I mean, this is a better That's episode than last intro. week, but. We seem to be giving it much shorter shrift. Oops. Well, no, we're just not wanging on about how shit it is. It's good. This is a better episode of Snake. Because it wasn't. Yeah, Yeah, because it was good. So fuck you. Um, So we're actually talking about the episode instead of... Oh, yeah, good point. ...how much we hated the episode. (laughs) So after our our intro sequence, um, Xena (laughs) tries to prove her innocence by threatening them with her sword somehow. I don't don't know how that's going to help. Well, I like... they're 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 all... She's on the back foot. They're jumping. They're they're gonna smack her in the face with a pitchfork or whatever. Like that can be. I imagine that a pitchfork would kill you if you if you got it if you got stabbed by it. Oh yes, correctly applied. Yeah, correct. <laughs> if correct application of a pitchfork will result in death. Um. Yeah, it's like again. This is an example of how their of how their theory about her doesn't stack up. Like, she supposedly murdered yeah. all these guys in cold blood really easily. And yet, you know, when the villagers arrive and try and, like, take her down using yeah. a wooden a wooden pitchfork and their own stench, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, she escapes without violence, you know? Because obviously that's what a murderer would do. But I'm sort of yeah. getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting, I'm, I'm sort of getting into the courtroom drama. But this episode you, turns you are into, a little bit, you know. So anyway, so so Zena Zena rather than face mob justice escapes to go and find Gabrielle, um, who then wastes time whining about, oh, this horse hates me. I don't want to get on the horse. But yeah. yeah, kind of kind of being chased by a we're, furious mob here, Gabrielle. If you busy, could just hop Gabs. on, Gabrielle, who yeah. is who's in a puddle in a nightdress. Are we meant to believe that she wears this nightdress under her normal clothes all the time? Because. Mm, yeah, I think so. Same as we're meant to believe Zena wears the the the, the white, dirty the, the off white nighty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which we <laughs> do shift. see it again. We do see it in this episode. Um, we do. We do. Anyway, yeah. so they they escape, so. but the villagers aren't worried because little little does Zena know they've they've got her trapped in a gully or something. Yeah, they've got her trapped as if, in as if mere, gully. As if mere one, topography yeah. could could. Yeah. Stop. Zena she'll never get. Anyway, so she'll never get out. Not even on horseback. Because obviously Xena doesn't have like a Skyrim horse. <laughs> Should we have a jingle for video game reference? Um, in Skyrim, well, you'll, you'll have to do that because I don't understand them. <laughs> okay, well, in in Skyrim, uh, you can get over a, the way to get over a mountain is to com- continually press forward and jump um, until <laughs> the game physics allows you to sort of move ever so slightly to the left or right and like you can, <laughs> all of this because like it'll give you like an objective marker which is on the other side of a mountain range and there will be a path through that you could find to mm. to go through properly but no one does that everyone just does the pressing forward and repeated jump to try and jump oh, over a mountain um, <laughs> And it works because Bethesda games are fucking programmed like, you know, like shit. And you can eventually jump over a mountain. (laughs) It will work. 
in the end you'll find a path yeah she, you'll find some she way to make it that. work and you can and you can do that. it while you're on your horse as well so that's why i'm saying xena's horse is not a skyrim horse xena's as yeah. yet unnamed horse not still not had a name up to this particular moment up to this particular moment yeah so now we go back back to the village where for some reason um given that we're talking some time well, we've never really talked about the chronology of, of Xena, but but sometime in in ancient times, yeah. there's a there's a cod Tudor village hall. This <laughs> <It's, laughs> half timbered Tudor village hall, and the, Listen, and the, the thing, uh, village justice. The thing about um, historical, by... sorry, <laughs> I was going to say the thing about oh. historical fiction is that it doesn't actually matter that much what was genuinely have been in the past. But our, no, it's our generic, isn't it? Image, generic olden days. Yeah, our our yeah. image of the past. It's like uh, certain names which we think of as being very modern are actually ancient. But if you try to yeah. write use a historical write a historical piece say set in Shakespearean times and call the character Tiffany, people would think you were yeah. being uh doing it doing an anachronism. But Tiffany was is actually a really really ancient name. Anyway, yeah, t- Tiffany and Tiffany and Jason, good examples. Yeah, so uh, yeah. it's um, so yeah, it's actually it's it's an image of the past rather than an actual genuine yeah. reconstruction of the past. Anyway, it's oldie worldy. That's what matters. What matters. So oldie worldy village hall and the the, yeah. vill- the village elder, the vi- the village justice. Um, it seems to be played by Grandpa Walton. <laughs> <So that's- laughs> So it's pro- proper elder this time, you know, white white hair and a nice curly bob, and uh, yeah, good, yeah, good yeah, hair. he does have good hair. Uh, so, so yeah, he's he's good, and he's he's quite decent as well. So he's insisting on a fair trial, much to the displeasure of the of the really strangely riled up mob. I I think I know that I know they're you know they're upset because their family have been killed, but yeah, all through this episode they're really strangely averse to the idea of actual justice. Well, uh, that there's a reason for that, which is that there is this mysterious hooded man appears in the crowd, but no one, no one can see him, and um, I know his... people just walk through him. Yep, it's the present, spooky. the presence of a mysterious hooded man does seem to coincide with the more, um, sort more of mob, mob. So that I mean, I think it's implied. It's not outright stated, yeah. but I think it's implied that he's riling them up. Right, that yeah. he's having an effect on them that they wouldn't necessarily yeah, otherwise have. That's, so that's probably true. That's probably yeah. true. So that's... We'll, we'll find out why a little bit later on. Well, Gabrielle says, <laughs> Gabrielle, Gabrielle says to Zena, I don't know why you're worried. They're farmers, not warriors. Um, yeah. She's clearly forgotten that over the last few episodes, numerous farmers have tried to kill Zena already. <laughs> <laughs> but, but still. And also, including, it's including not... her own family. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, when you know, worried. yeah, it's okay. They're not warriors; they're farmers, so you could easily kill them in cold blood. I don't think she's. Yes. Like, she kind of wants to get out of this situation without that happening. Is the thing, yeah. Gabrielle? But you know, yeah, she feels Zena feels boxed in, and she's 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 she has a suspicion of what's going on. Right, because she yes. suspects she knows who this mysterious hooded figure is, and she yeah. makes Gabrielle. She tells Gabrielle that if they get separated for any reason, that Gabrielle needs to run away as far from this place as possible. So obviously, Gabrielle utterly ignores it, that. It's a very clear instruction. Mm. If anything happens to me, get far away from here. It's there's there's no misinterpreting that, is there? There's not, but Gabrielle just ignores that, no. obviously, as you do. Yeah. So after after their night stuck in this mountain gully because they don't have Skyrim horses, they're they're yeah. riding out to to make to make their way, but but someone's tracking them again. More more shaky camera work that we've as we've yeah. seen before. There's some um, random Gab- farmers in the bushes. Yeah, um, Gabrielle is on the horse again. By the way, she's so she's on the back of the horse, and there's so much fan fiction that starts or that things happen because they're pressed up against each other on the horse. So just just I mean just a little nod to mood uh, at this early stage though gabrielle is not she doesn't hold on to xena when they're when she's on the no. back of the horse but she does eventually start doing that anxious about horses gabrielle you would think would hold on to xena 
at that point and maybe not later when she's used to it. Never mind. Yeah, but later, so it's recreational Um, later. That's true. Well, the fact fact that she's not holding on to Xena is a problem in this instance because they come up against a row of spikes that have been driven into the road. The horse shies. Gabrielle gets thrown because she wasn't holding on to Xena. Um, And she gets gets picked up by the villagers. Xena somehow gets lassoed by... um, couple of villagers up in a up in a tree which I, I think is a really difficult move to, to pull off yeah two two separate lassoes from two separate villagers both both hitting them up um, but Zena's like oh, fuck that and cuts the you know slashes the lassoes mm. well who would but be good who would be got... good at lassoes but farmers I mean that's who uses lassoes that's the point no of that's that... no they're they're agrarian farmers oh right okay it's crops not animal not livestock yeah, yeah. Okay, carry on. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Don't don't make me go all Oklahoma on your ass. Do you mean? Uh, I think you mean. I think you mean arable farmers, by the way. I I expect I do. I, I do. Thank <laughs> Look, you. I I did in the corner there. I did standard grade geography. I know the difference between arable land. Okay. And... <laughs> Anywho, so just despite having escaped from this lasso, Zena hands herself over in exchange for Gabrielle's freedom. Um, yep. And despite the fact that she's done this perfectly peacefully and said, no, it's okay, you take me, just let let her go. Take me, let the, the others go. The, the she's most, learned from Gabrielle. The most, yeah, the most rare, angry villager who's a, a young guy in a, in a headband that's clearly holding his wig on, um, just knocks <laughs> her out. Just takes a staff or a hoe or something into the back of her head and, and knocks her out. Yeah. And you, I've, do I've you written, remember this guy's I've written name? here, Biff. No, I can't remember his name at all. Okay. I've got a name for him. I do have a name for him, but it's an offensive word on both sides of the Atlantic. Oh, is it a word that's offensive on both sides of the Atlantic, but not in Scotland? Well, I mean, it is offensive here, but we do tend to use it more like a condiment (laughs) in our sentences. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I just called him headband guy and I thought I must I must find a better way of talking about it. I, I called him, head, him headband guy. I called him headband cunt. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I think so that's So we'll fair. change that to HC. Okay, HC. Right yeah. you are. So HC whacks her on the back of the head with a staff. Um, and the next thing we know, she's in prison. She's in chains, again, for no obvious reason because she... Yeah, she turned herself, herself in. in. She turned herself yeah. in, but she's in all chained up, and all this to show off her, the ancient Greek um, hair removal is really yes. excellent because, like, no underarm hair on this girl. Um, she, she, like, they they had some really good like hair removal creams back then. No stubble. Yeah, like so, nothing. Really so she, good. So she's in, perfect. She's in chains. And in a, in a kind of little um, echo of the, the opening sequence, we get the scan up from the boots, except this time it's feet in chains. She's wearing the dirty nighty again. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she's chained up. I don't like to use the word spread eagled, because uh, again, it is a family show, but <laughs> arms akimbo. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's, big, she's strung up by her wrists, yep. basically. And Gabrielle, having ignored the very clear instruction to fuck off if this happened... Is standing there, um, saying that she's going to save her somehow. And, and and actually says, "I love this line." Gabrielle says, "Now I understand you're feeling a little negative." <laughs> <laughs> I love Gabrielle so much. Yeah, but yeah, so she's, "I'm I'm going to get you out of here," and Zena's going, "Can you can you just not? Can, can you, you not go? There's more going on here than you realise, Gabrielle." Yeah. There's a bit more. Gabriel, this is yeah, it. That's fine. You know, I'll, I'll sort it. I'll and she's like, it's, it. fine. "It's fine. It's cool. It's cool, bro. I'll I'll find some evidence. It'd be fine." Yeah. So I'll so just off, have to prove you're innocent somehow. Yeah. Off trots Gabrielle, um, and as if by magic, uh, some someone else appears. It's the hooded man, and we, and finally we find, find out, out who, who it is. is. Yeah. It's. Da-da-dun. It's Ares, god of war. Ares, god of war. Yep, that's right. So our and first. This, this is the first time we meet the absolutely magnificent Kevin Smith as mm-hmm. Ares. The late, um, it's... again, the late great Kevin Smith. The, yeah, the late, yeah. the late died great, young. Um, Kevin Smith in a, I think, a mountaineering accident in China. No, it, it wasn't. 
it was no. not a mountaineering accident. Rock it was climbing. an accident on the set of... No, on the, he was climbing on the set of a, a film he was making. Oh, right, okay. I um, thought it was a... I thought it was recreational. No, no it was a workplace accident. Well, That's it, terrible. Well, it, it, no, it was. I think I think he was he was climbing for fun on on the set um, and fell from a, a serious enough height that um, he sustained very bad head injuries um, and mm-hmm. died quite a long time after. It was awfully awfully sad. He was uh, yeah, he was young, brilliant, brilliant man. I think yeah, yeah, good guy. Yeah. Anyway, sorry about that. Yeah, thirty-eight. He was. Oh God, that's Sad. my age. That's my age. Fuck. Um, yeah. Oh God. Actually, um, we're recording this on February fifteenth. Um, yeah. And uh, that was the day he died, February fifteenth, two thousand two. years ago Goodness today. Me. Wow. There you go. Thank you, Wikipedia. Um. Yeah. So Kevin well, Smith. Uh, let's... Uh, Let's a dedicate frequent... this episode to, to Kevin Smith then. Yeah, yes, good. Uh, a frequent guest star on Xena and in yeah. Hercules, the whole franchise, really. And um, yeah. I think he's in every season of Xena. He's a, a frequent a frequent um, antagonist slash ally slash daddy yeah, figure slash love interest slash everything you know he's yeah he's he's most he's mostly a villain but he's he's a he's a lovable rogue isn't he he's, yeah you can't he's not. a character we we come to feel very very fond of yeah and um, you can't really his as he says nature as he says in a future episode which we'll get to one day that for the job he has he has the correct he has the perfect temperament like he's a god of war so he wants to make war <laughs> duh that's like you know yeah, <laughs> you strength. can't really blame him. It's in the job title. It's in the, it's in yeah. the job description, you know. Um, so his his job here is is he wants to win Zena back to back to the the fighty side. So he he begins his seduction of Zena. He he waves a hand and the the chains are removed. He gives her a little shoulder rub, mm. um, and then he then he gives her special effects. And lo and behold, she's in his boudoir. Uh, um, he's offering her a, a fancy gown to wear. Uh, yeah. So he he um he starts taking down the straps of her dirty white nighty, and she's like, oh, "I'll do this. I'll, I'll just this. like so I'll take over." Yeah. Uh, it's a bit gratuitous. Yeah. It's ever so slightly gratuitous. Yeah. A, a, a nice bit of back porn though. A nice bit of back porn, but again, so she no scar. Day in day the, out, she the wears arrow. this <laughs> this heavy armor. Yeah. She wears this tightly corseted nighty thing she's had she's had all these arrow wounds no trace of the arrow wounds but if i fall asleep like for five minutes on the sofa for the rest of the day i've got pillow creases in my face <laughs> she wears all this stuff and she has this perfectly smooth back so, if i i mean what? if i wear jeans for five minutes for the rest of the day i've got like levi's stamped on me like a brand i say that as if i can what? fit into levi's lol they don't make them in my size <laughs> What's what's this warrior skincare secret? Dermatologists hate her. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'd I'd love to know, I'd love to know her secret, but I yeah. suspect her secret is having to spend most of a day just in a dressing gown in a trailer, waiting for the pillow creases to go, so she can do this you one reckon? scene. So yeah. yeah, this is all obviously she's she has suspected as much, right? That this is all an elaborate ploy to get her back, and she's never yeah. She does say in this that she's never seen. Aries before, right? Yes. So she didn't. She wouldn't have recognised him from the fight because although she has had dealings with him, and we know the backstory gets expanded on as time goes on, so they maybe didn't have yeah. the full backstory in mind. But uh, they do get away yeah. with it by saying that she used to wonder what he looked like. So presumably she's dealt with him through an intermediary or in a different guise or whatever. And he has appeared. Yeah. The character Aries has appeared in. Uh, this franchise, the legendary Hercules slash Xena franchise, before, but not played by Kevin yeah. Smith. So, um, and we know that Greek gods did. We know that the Greek gods Shake did shift. just take on whatever guys they wanted, yeah. especially if they were trying to fuck someone. You know, I'll go. I, I, <laughs> yes. I want to fuck someone. I would like to go and fuck a mortal, so I will change into a swan. That's logical. Um, yes, or a shower of gold. Yeah, a golden shower. <laughs> Helped her with gold coins. A golden shower. Are you serious? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, you set him up and I can't not take the bait. (laughs) Every time. Yeah. 
Anyway, so the, so the offer he makes her, the offer Ares makes to Xena is is kind of interesting because he's realised that she's she's got this new moral code that she's adopted. So he plays to that rather than saying just saying I'll give you an army, we'll conquer the world together. He shows her the set of decrees um, written in fancy foreign writing. Um, is it not meant to be Greek? Greek and it, it's not Greek. Well, it's meant to be, but it isn't. Okay. It's, it's shapes. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's just shapes. A bit of cod Greek, right? Okay. It is cod, yeah, it's cod Greek. Um, so he said, I'll, I'll let you... I, I, I didn't even write down what the offers were, but basically it's, he'll let her it's establish like, a welfare state. Yeah, basically so it's like education, for, medicine... The hungry will be fed, all of that kind of stuff. Yes, progre- progressive taxation. Yeah, progressive taxation yeah. policy. Um, but it is, so it is basically a welfare tax state. Tax billionaires, if, if, eat the rich... Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, I mean, it's all. Uh, so this is his basically, right? You know, the God of War is not. He's not evil or is he? But he's got a different. His philosophy on the world is that the world needs to mm. be brought to order through the strength of, like, a. Ca- he's a fascist, basically. The strength yeah. of a charismatic leader. Um, yeah. Oh, God. And people are going to. Basically, it's fascism, right? But he's trying oh, to. No, it turn- turns out that the God of War is problematic now. <laughs> but yeah, um, his offer to her is basically turn evil so you can do good. So, in other words, yeah. it's actually the same identical mm. offer that Palpatine gives to Rey at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, Rise of the Skywalker. I can't remember. The film was so bad. I can barely remember this title. Okay. But this I'm was not his. that one yet. But... Well,. I mean, spoilers then, sorry. But... That's right. Basically, right, she's like... He basically says to He basically says to her, Your friends will die if you do not turn evil. When you're evil, you can save them. But of course, when she's evil, she won't want to save him. Save them. She won't yeah, give a catch shit. Catch-22, isn't it? It's a bit. It's Catch-22. Tis a bit. Tis a anyway, bit. so he, he offers her all of this um, because he says he wants the delicious side of her. Um, and again... And, relatable unlike previous heterosexual nonsense that we have discussed um yes kevin smith and lucy lillis actually do have chemistry and she does appear to be tempted by him at times chemistry yeah yeah i mean uh yeah he's he's a pretty sexy man and we're gonna we can have this discussion we can have this discussion with the the group chat later is is kevin smith a sexy (laughs) man yes slash no and we'll see that all the lesbians will say yes and all the bisexuals will say no. That'll be... That's that's the recurring pattern. It so is the far. recurring pattern, yeah. Anyway, anyway, so all Xena has to do to accept this offer um, is, when she needs him, is to... You just call out my name. That's all she has to and do. And you call know out. wherever yeah. I am. Carry I'll on. come murdering... <laughs> To snare you just, again. Just call her my name and yeah, and you'll <laughs> hold the world. And then poof, she's back in chains. Gone is the sexy boudoir. Gone yeah. is her um sexy nighty. She's back in her back in her dirty night shift. Um so that's the, that's the setup. So all yeah. this trouble has been caused by Ares to win Xena back over. We got trouble right here in Unnamed Village. <laughs> <laughs> that's um that's a throwback to the music man. Yes, it was. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 We got trouble with a capital X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so meanwhile, Gabrielle is advocating to become Zena's advocate. She's like, I want to be the lawyer. She's going to Perry Mason it up. This is... Yeah, she's, she's is sweet-talking Zena... Grandpa Walton to let her let her, yeah. let her, her be Zena's lawyer, but, but no dice. Zena no Warrior dice. Princess works. Perry Mason edition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but... Meanwhile, um, but he changes his tune after um, HC um, grabs Zena out of the jail and goes to have a just a quick lynching because he's decided he doesn't. We don't need a trial after all. No, and it, and this is this is prefaced by um, headband C uh, <laughs> dragging the, an effigy, a straw effigy that apparently is meant to be Zena, but actually not not dissimilar to Boris Johnson. I Tits thought. weren't big enough, though. Well, <laughs> Boris Johnson is just one big tit, though. So, mood. Dragging. 
that's all Sorry, they need. It's not Prime Minister. Sorry, Prime Noob. Um, so he's dragging the straw effigy through the village behind a cart. Um, so he's got some issues that headband. He's guy. got some anger yeah. issues. Yeah, he's like he he later on yeah. he goes like that man you killed, whatever his name was. He was my best friend. I mean, I think that he's maybe that like he was his best friend the way that Gabriella Zina's best friend. He, he was he was my special friend. Special friend. We didn't even get to dance at yeah. Disneyland. <laughs> apparently I, I I stole that line from somewhere in my memory but apparently according to a listener thanks Bat um, I stole that line from the nanny so thank you very much Fran Drescher for letting me steal your line carry on <laughs> um, yeah so so we we then get a sequence of scenes that make me think this episode was 20 seconds short when it when it came to and production because we get the <laughs> longest exchange of close-ups of yeah, eye contact yeah, yeah, between yeah. Zena and Aries. Just um, I we should have I should have timed it actually because it just went on forever. It did go on for a good few back and closing forth, in, closing in, closing in, closing in, and then Will a very help? a very 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 slow shake of the head. Yeah, like probably slow mode. So, maybe great. you're right. Maybe it was uh, a bit short in production. It, it has that feel, and it, and it, it comes back again later. Um, anyway, then we get more bondage nonsense because <laughs> rather than rather than use her words, which Gabrielle famously is good at, Gabrielle inexplicably just ties a rope around her own neck. So if you're gonna if you're gonna kill her, you'll have to kill me as well. And, and I, they're like, okay, <laughs> we don't give a yeah. fuck. Um, and Zena's like, stop doing this, you fucking moron! Like she's really scathing. <laughs> this is a really dumb thing you doing? you're doing. Um, and like, uh, you know, he's, she's like, uh, if you're gonna murder one person, why not two? And he's like, headband, headband guy, HC. He's like, there's only one murderer here, which is true because Zena. I mean, I hate to break this. Yeah. She, Gabrielle's like, Zena's no murderer, and I'm like, actually, I hate to break this to you. She sort of is. She is. <laughs> she didn't murder these many, specific many people. Over. Not these specific yeah. people, but yeah, she definitely is a murderer, Gabrielle. Like you can. <laughs> You can dress that up however you want, but no, not these specific people. Um, but anyway, so anyway, Grandpa Walton actually yeah. puts up a fight at this point and says, Look, yeah. "No, no, no! If if you if you're going to go for 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 these women, you'll have to you'll have to go through my guards and you'll have to go through me." So he he finally kind of um, exerts his his yeah, it grows a spine. Zena Zena and Aries are still eyeballing each other. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Maybe, I kind of think maybe she's she's trying to say you've you've got something on your beard you've got just, just there just something on just something on your beard it's that yeah, kind yeah. of intense look mm. it's like um, the time that when I was a kid when my dad stole a ball of my lucky charms and tried to pretend that he didn't but he had a lucky charm in his beard at the time and then he was just like damn you caught me <laughs> he was like no I'm having cornflakes and I'm like then why is there a lucky charm in your beard checkmate um, so... Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. anyway, so Grandpa Walton, Gra- Grandpa Walton says Gabrielle can act as an advocate after yep. all, and there's this moment of Gabrielle going, "Oh shit!" Yeah, no, no, but she's and, gonna... and then she just cracks on with it. Yeah, yeah, no, she's fine. Like she's she's gonna go and inspect the crime scene, which she duly does, and finds CSI Amphipolis incontrovertible proof. You know, we've got a wee bit of. Um, Miss, you know, Xena Warrior Princess Miss Marple edition now, or maybe Cad File yeah. edition. You know, like she finds some footprints which proves there was a fight, just like Xena said. So that was easy, and, and, the, that, and I was the watch- footprints were yeah. bigger than any of the uh, farmers had. Yeah, yeah. So you know what they say about gods with big feet. Yep, absolutely. They, they wear big boots. Yep. Um, but, but, uh, but my my wife was watching with with me, and and when she saw um, Gabrielle find these footprints, she was like, "Oh, that was easy." And I'm like, "Or was it?" Because obviously, Aries <laughs> is not going to leave these footprints. You know, um, she bring she as she's bringing Grandpa Walton back, Aries just appears and magics the footprints away. So, sorry, yeah, pal, that ain't magic happening. Circle flourish. And, and there will be no forensic go. evidence here. No yeah. fingerprints. He wore gloves. Damn. <laughs> so yeah. Oop. Anyway, so cut to day one of the trial, which I think is just one day long. It's just a single day. Yes. Trial. It's a very quick trial. 
It's a quick trial, you know. No witnesses, except no, there sorry, there were witnesses. Sorry, written submissions only. Yes, I do. I do have a number of impeachment jokes to make, listener. A number of them. Do, do you want to? Do you want to get them all out now? No, no, no. Because some of them we need to wait. <laughs> okay. You need, you need me to set them up first. No, no, no. Oh, we so do the all, need be- the episodes. Let them up. Uh, anyway, so the the idea, the the idea begins... of evidence is oh, a pregnant woman sob story here. I mean, it's just like yes, she's got she's got a sob story. And she's pregnant with the dead man's baby. Therefore, you know, obviously what she's got to say is very valid. But she does, She saw nothing. So, like, really, no, as a witness, true. if we're talking about witnessing, like, uh, the word witness has a sort of, you know, it's got a meaning. <laughs> like, it's someone who saw something, which she didn't. She saw nothing. Anyway. Now, I have to say, Gabrielle... She's a good fucking good. liar. She, so she cross-examines headband guy yep so she, so so let me get this straight you you ran to the scene because you heard the clash of swords yeah yeah that's right that's right and she says hmm okay what swords yeah so, well she had a sword so, yeah but 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 the farmer guys don't have any swords so what did you hear so oh well blah 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 exactly um, basically right gabrielle um destroys them with facts and logic Yes, like their so, case does not so appara- stand up. <laughs> so apparent, apparently, she, she stole all the all the money apart from this one guy where they found the money on the floor. Where's the where did she hide the money? Oh, I don't know, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you know why didn't she kill? This is some evidence you've why got here. She... So she she very rightly points out that you don't want justice; you just want an execution. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's true. She does that's say something true. later that is a very twenty twenty slash twenty twenty one mood. About how were, the yeah, law I, I that, I and that, justice I are not the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I thought that line was, you, you don't want justice, you just want an execution. And I, I thought that was quite... Um, yeah. Uh, still relevant. Still Unfortunately, relevant. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then they, they bring in the guy who was injured and not killed, whose name is Terracles. Um, and so we think, oh, brilliant, he's going to give testimony and say, no, she was mm. trying to save us. But he's mm. no fucking use at all. No, it's useless. But um, who would have thought that a clearly still injured man who... I, I, it's almost as if having being violently attacked um, can sort of be disorienting. It's almost as if... Because um, he didn't really see anything. He just felt the sword and then he saw her standing there with the sword, just like everyone else. So yeah. he's come to a certain conclusion. Um, yeah. You know, but... I mean, the guy's not... He's not a well man. <laughs> It's almost as if traumatic <laughs> events. It's almost as if you can't really necessarily use like trust your memory of a traumatic event. I mean, I I think I think I said it quite nicely uh, when I said he's no fucking use. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is the race in the so, hall, right? And that's it. The trial's over. Yeah. So the upshot of all this is Zena spends a night in the cells before D Day. Or yeah. execution day. Before, so she's, she's before the well, the she's... verdict's going to be reached, but I mean, everyone knows what the fucking oh, yeah. verdict's going to be. The verdict was preordained it's, it's before foregone. it even began. Yeah. A foregone conclusion. So she's back in back in prison. She's chained up again in this inexplicable pose that she doesn't need to be. Mm. And headband guy goes very strictly against the Geneva Convention and starts beating her. So he's, yep. he's taunting her, he's whacking her with... Reciting the her, names he... of the people she didn't kill. Yeah, then she's all then he's all fisticuffs and kneeing her in the gut and um and Ares is in the cell, unseen by headband guy, he's taunting Xena and he, he gives her another out of body special effect. Yeah, she she dissociates and, pretty hard from this beating that she's having. And like he's yeah. uh, Ares is so funny. He's like, Here you are being beaten half to death by a, a what is it he says a, a farmer. farmer. With a truly impressive odor or something, I mean, it's like it's like <laughs> this shit stinking fucking gibbon is <laughs> beating you up. It's it's pathetic. So yeah, so he's he's winding her up and winding her up and saying, yeah. you know, you you know, you danger you excites know, you, you, you want... blah blah blah. And it's yeah, true, I, it does. We we've seen this. Danger does excite her. I, this is he thing. says, I burn inside you, and I just think that is you sexy. Can get a cream for that. <laughs> <laughs> over the counter yeah um yeah no, no prescription required 
But I mean, but he he does he does works. hit the right buttons because she mm. she flips and he he says use your super. Doesn't say superhuman. He says use your super mortal. This is something that yeah, something kind of like that acknowledges that she's acknowledges not actually normal. Very strong. Yeah, yeah. So she she breaks her chain. She kicks down the door. She. She uh, takes on headband guy. Kicks those repeatedly. little bitches ass, man. Yeah. I mean, like, the headband... It's, I mean, head... I'm sorry, I don't have a lot of sympathy for headband cunt. Me neither. He's appalling. Yeah, he's um, a dick. So pe- people are coming up to try and stop her, and she takes them out, and then Gabrielle approaches her in slightly slow motion, says, you know, what, what are you doing? And she hits Gabrielle. Smacks Gabrielle over really the mouth, hard. yeah. Yeah, proper. But she doesn't realise what she's Gabrielle's doing. Poor little puppy face. Yeah, I mean she's out of control. Oh. Zena, that's the point. She is like, out of control. This is what snaps her out of her. This is what snaps her out of this. Uh, uh, she'd lost control. She was not. She didn't deliberately hit Gabrielle. She was just hitting whoever was there, and she didn't she, really realize who was who it was until after it happened. If that makes sense. She she's in the grip of what the um, more e-rated fanfic writers uh, spoke of often as bloodlust. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's in a bit of a a, a bit of a state here, but the the yeah, smacking of Gabrielle does snap her out of it. brings her brings her back to her senses. brings her back to herself, and she doesn't. She could have escaped, but she chooses not to. Uh, she yeah, minis- she ministers fact, she, to the she, guys instead. Yeah, she tends the wounds that she's just caused, but but again, she doesn't run. She's she's gonna face the music. Yeah, well, uh, basically, she's come to the realization like get. Hitting Gabrielle has made her realise that, and obviously, and actually, just her being out of control like that in general, um, mm. she's not guilty of she's not guilty of this particular crime, but she is guilty of various other crimes that she's never been punished for, and yeah. the fact that she let herself get so out of control like this, it sort of frightens her a little bit and makes her realise that she's capable of doing all of that again, yeah, in the right circumstances. So she chooses not to leave. She's going to stay and um, deal with the deal with it. She's. I think she. Th- she at this point. Out. At this point, this is it. You know, she thinks she's ruined everything, and she's good. She's fine. I'll just die then. That's cool. Um, <laughs> you know. So she goes back to her but cell later. Later in the night. So she's back in her cell later in the night. Um, the familiar hooded figure we keep seeing arrives outside the cell, but surprise, it's not Ares this time. Yep. It's Gabrielle. Hood comes down. It's and Gabrielle. Yep. And she's brought the horse and says, "I found Argo." And finally, six, epi- six episodes in, Horsey has a name, and horse has got will become name. more a member of the family. I think from now on, so yeah. Argo uh, is the horse. Um, and her plan is to tie a rope around the, the bars of the cell and, and bust Zena out. And this is where uh, she says Zena, about the, her if, this line where she says that I've realised that the law and that justice is different than the law yes. and we'd better not wait for justice. Um, which yeah. is a, tra- a, a proper 2020 slash 2021 mood. Uh, there is no, is. like, the law and justice are not necessarily uh, the same thing and they're uh, for many people not often the same thing to be honest so there you go that's life what a shitty world we live in um (laughs) but xena and xena's response actually has a better plan you know if i run now i'll be running forever Mm. and then she says now i now i just need you to leave me alone oh no i didn't mean that how it sounded but yeah because gab's looked really crestfallen you know she's not even got a bruise or anything though you'd think she would have like puffed up at least I know. There was a big smack she got. Like, I think it would have it caused was. more. Like, I, I really do She'd think a, she would have had a black eye. That, she would definitely have yeah. a black eye and maybe a broken jaw, to yeah. be honest. I mean, like, it was a real hard hit. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so Gabrielle leaves her to it. And Xena, having all along resisted Ares' call, calls out his name. Yeah. And he she just reappears. out his name. And he comes to you, yes, I've yep. got her now. So we're, we're back in the boudoir uh, in, a, in a sexy nighty. Um, and he, he sort of offers to build this army for her. He says, you can, have, you can have anyone in this army you want. You can have the greatest warriors. And she's like, what? And but they're says, dead. What, like Achilles and Hector and Paris? And so, yeah, anyone. Well, not pa- anyone no, she doesn't name. say Paris because... 
Well, she, she doesn't say Paris because it's quite important for this point that the, all the, the warriors she names are dead and we know that Paris is not. Because we meet him in a couple of days, a couple of episodes time. Oh yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> so we carry on. But so she, she named, she named some, some classic dead warriors. And yeah. Said, yeah, you can, you can have them. Anyone you, can you have name, anyone living or dead. It's name. like, if you could have a dinner party with anyone, living or dead, <laughs> who would it be? And this is, this is, this is basically Zena reading the, the terms and conditions. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Making, making before, sure of all this. Yeah, scroll and down to read Ares, the fine print before clicking accept. Ares is so dumb. This is this is so telegraphing what, what's going to happen. But um, Yeah, but, but he, you so, know. But we've established the point. She can have anyone living or dead in this army. Yeah. But only if she's found guilty. So the guilty. next morning we yeah. get to the verdict and unsurprisingly... She's been found by the council to be guilty and guilty. she will pay the supreme price. Guilty! Yes. Uh, I believe they and voted pay... um, 57 votes to 43. And <laughs> here in ancient Greece, a simple majority uh-huh. is enough to convict. Who would have thought? <laughs> Hashtag topical at the time we were recording this. Yeah, it's not topical in three weeks when you hear this. <laughs> no. yeah uh well so yeah she's guilty so there you go she's gonna like okay aries you got your way uh i would like some defenders please and who does she pick flam who does she pick she picks the three murdered men from the cart none of whose names i can remember but fortunately does man one man two man three there you go. And they, these three farmers, dead these twenty four hours, come out of a hut, checking their their limbs in a very pantomimey fashion, mm. and exonerating Zena. Yeah. And in fact, one of them, a bit, a bit um, melodramatically, says, "She is the very soul of goodness." Yeah. I mean, she's so, not. So it's a bit, bit, bit wanky. Um, it is a bit so wanky. she's exonerated and immediately all the villagers so he says she's the very soul of goodness and all the villagers go yay Zena yay like they yay. turn on a sixpence and now where and- headband guy never even apologises you never see that prick again well they don't that kind do they no no they, I mean she made him do it <laughs> sorry yeah. that's dark um, what an arsehole and like he could have gone up to her, to her and apologized yeah. to her, you know, whatever, whatever, couldn't yeah. have been that bad. So yeah, Aries is a god of his word, you know. He it, he's sort of ha- impressed that he that she managed to trick him. Yes, well played, you know, my dear. That's the thing about the Greek gods; they were tricksy. Um, but you but yeah, could be but could be tricked themselves. So yes. yes, but there you go. Um, so he he acknowledges that she's she's won this time. Yeah. Um. Not guilty. Okay, charges dismissed. Hooray! Hooray! So, so off they go for the the um, mandatory end of episode special moment as they go onwards, and they, they they do quite quite often. The final scene is them moving on to somewhere else. So there's this yeah. idea that they're always going on to the next adventure, a bit bit like um, Quantum Leap. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> So they have their special moment, and and Zena says to Gabrielle, quite rightly, "I owe you." Yeah. And Gabrielle says, "I owe you. I owe you too." And, and then Zena does something very a unwise. Quizzical eyebrow. <laughs> and what she owes her is a is a punch in the face. No, is it? Is she she's went for the arm, but Zena's arms are oh, yeah. made of basically corded metal. They're basically <laughs> made like the muscles are not flesh. Like it, it. I think she, Gabrielle practically breaks her hand attempting to punch Zena. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay, yeah. And then but yeah. just just as last time, last time we had this bizarre ending with my friend. We we get a growly voiceover from Aries, kind of chuckling and saying, "Until next time, Zena." Oh yeah, that becomes Until his calling card. He always says that. That's what he always ends Until with. Next time. I thought yeah. I think the 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 voiceover was unnecessary because he'd already said it to her. He had. Um. He had. So you know it was a bit unnecessary, but whatever. But yeah, overall, oh, I was so relieved watching this because I was like, thank fuck, hugely like, superior <laughs> to the previous episode. Yeah, and I, and to be honest, um, you know when I was looking through the the episode names 
<laughs> in the list. Yeah. You know, the list of episode names. And mm. um, when I got to this one, I didn't remember this episode at all. Like from the, I could usually remember no, a vague gist of it by the title. Um, and yeah. I didn't remember it at all. But I sort of, I started to remember it as I watched it, and I remembered the twist and everything. Yes. Um, yeah. Same. But yeah, it's good. You know, Kevin Smith is good. You know, he's. It's a. They have good chemistry together, and the yeah. the the kind of his trap and all that. It it made sense, and she got out of it in a very used her intelligence rather than her. Rather than her. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physicality. No, for I like. Once. I like this very much. I like this very yeah, much. Yeah, um, so that's a good episode. I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for an eight. Eight yeah. out of ten. That was my figure as well. Same. Yeah. Cool. So we've returned. Cool, cool, cool. Thank so God. So the bar's view. To an eight out of ten episode. Yeah. Yeah. So the bar's view is eight out of ten for the reckoning. Yeah, and this episode does actually develop Zena and Gabrielle's relationship, unlike yes. the previous one, and that's one of the reasons why it's good. <laughs> yeah, so. and it establishes the Xena Aries relationship, which is a, another reason it's good, and it's it's clear that that's going to be an, an ongoing mm. thing. So yay! Yep. So. So yeah. Until next time, listener. <laughs> yes. Until next. Until time, we'll next see time. You next week, when we will be discussing um, the Titans. The Titans. Yeah. A wee bit of a Titanomachy <laughs> happening next week. Whatever. Um, yeah. What are you just? Oh, are you all pissed off now because I know what the Titanomachy is? No, I'm pissed off because you spoiled my good ending of "Until Next Time, Listener." Will we do it again? Carry on. Oh God's sake! <laughs> Until next time, listener. Until next time. Okay. <laughs> Was it you happy now? Hmm. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon and, of course, on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!